Hey guys, good evening and welcome back to yet another episode of Saft Podcast. And uh, yes, I'm back yet again after a break of 2 weeks. There has been some things happening yes. at my end. But I'm glad that I'm back with you Jacob and uh, it's always a joy to be here with you. So, what's up? How are you? I hope all's good at your end. Yeah, 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 everything's great. Everything's going great. Well, and like you said Piyush, um we are testing out new recording styles and formats to bring Uh, the content in better quality yeah. and better formats to you, our audience, and um, it's it's it. As some of you may recall that when when one of our previous episodes, we couldn't get the audio quality to where we wanted it to be, and um, we really came back together and reassessed. Okay, how do we get off the plateau, as Steven said, in terms of content quality and get to the next level? So we thought, okay, we'll have to push ourselves a bit more, put in more efforts in pre-podcast preparations and all of that. and so yeah. this is part of that this is part of the revolution sort of technical revolution at saft yeah. so so as <laughs> jacob anyway. mentioned you know like uh, i'll just say that every good thing has a disclaimer right so here's the disclaimer <laughs> for this episode it's that uh, if there are any small glitches or anything please bear by it because uh, we are trying our best yeah. to bring the best content to you and uh, i'm True. sure that you guys are pretty uh, gracious to you know let that pass by um so i think Absolutely. without any further delay we should uh, straight off dive into what we are here today for yes and uh, as yeah. you all know that so Piyush, uh, yeah the you, you've been you've been following up with the last episodes uh, when steven and i were on on the episodes so yes, yes. can you just give a quick recap to the audience what we've covered in the last episode just a briefing uh, overview of what we've touched on right uh, so those who are following us since uh, you know since the past few weeks you must have seen that uh, we have been focusing on the kalam cos- cosmological argument right and uh, there yes. are different philosophers who have uh, you know like put in um, different arguments against it and we have been talking about them and in last week we were talking specifically about jl mackey and uh, he had he had made his point and he had his theory of cause and effect so jacob and steven did a great point explaining what it is and towards the end uh, jacob explained to us about the three arguments for premise 1 um so jacob can you say what is the premise 1 yeah so premise 1 is everything that begins to exist has a cause and this is basically the first part of the kalam cosmological argument yes i'm sure that our audience have also byhearted it by now because we keep yes. on repeating it again and we again keep on and, and uh, so the three arguments of the premise one they are the first one is the metaphysical intuition the second one is why does everything or anything come from nothing right we say yeah. that if something comes from nothing then why doesn't everything or anything come from nothing and yes. the third one is our own experience the experience which we uh, you know yes. which we have as we live out in this world you know and exactly. uh, if yeah. you want to you know know more about it we have chapter markers in the previous episode you can straight away go and listen to them for a recap yeah yes and uh, so let's just move ahead and since we have been talking about jl mackey you know and uh, mm-hmm. last week uh, jacob and steven they did explain to us about uh, a lot of parts from his theory and uh, yeah. today okay let me ask you one question what was the core of jl mackey's question or objection to the kalam cosmological argument yeah so uh, as we mentioned like with with an argument of the style of 
the kalam cosmological argument like a deductive argument we had covered very early on and uh, pc will also recall this that we had covered very early on that if you want to disprove something of the form of a deductive argument like the kalam is you would have to show mm. that either the premises or the statements right you know everything that begins to exist as a cause the universe began to exist um, you would have to show that either one of these are false or you would have to show that the logic that is connecting these statements to the conclusion or the statements themselves is flawed so what jail market does is jail market doesn't um you know come out and uh, outrightly say that you know premise 1 or premise 2 is false his mm. objections and we will look at this uh, right after his objections sort of have to do with um sort of like his difficulty in coming to terms with the fact that there is a god who is the cause and the creator of the universe who is uncaused like who brought the universe okay. into existence for the very first time and that that is basically what where jail maki you know stands upon that is that is basically where what jail maki's core objection is um and it's mm. it's interesting to note it's interesting interesting to note that a superb and intelligent philosopher like jail maki when he's objecting to a deductive argument doesn't go down the proper logical path of responding to it but goes off on a tangent and mm. um we have mentioned it elsewhere also that when we come to the kalam um i think we mentioned i think we i think we, we mentioned it in one of our first episodes as well that the kalam doesn't directly tell you in a in a core theological sense that the cause of the universe is the god of the bible or the cause of the universe is a god per se right it says right. that therefore the universe has a cause and it's when mm. we do what is addressed as um a conceptual analysis of the conclusion as in we are taking the concept and we are analyzing okay the cause of the universe exists what is the nature of that cause and it's when we do that analysis of the concept cause of the universe or the source that brought the universe into existence it is mm-hmm. when we do that analysis that we get to see what is the nature of the force or the cause or the entity whatever that may be that brought the universe into existence and that's how we get to the point and say therefore god must be the cause of the universe but okay. in okay. in its core objection to, to the kalam if someone comes up and say oh if you if you say it's god then why god and if you if they come up along those objection that we will look into immediately it shows mm-hmm. that they aren't really taking on the core of the kalam cosmological argument for itself it's when you come up and say no the universe doesn't have a beginning or the universe doesn't have a cause or mm-hmm. not everything that begins to exist must have a cause it's when a person responds in that sense that they're going specifically to the core of the argument so always be on lookout when someone comes up you're mentioning the kalam argument and someone comes up in response be on the lookout what exactly they're going after are they going after the core of the kalam cosmological argument if so take it on there if not deal with it appropriately so it's interesting mm-hmm. note that jail mac himself comes out in in this format wow so uh, okay so this was the core objection right that means right, there right. are other objections as well definitely yes. because so, you know philosophers every day well, they try would... to come up with new things to uh, you know yeah. object against these arguments which we put forth uh, so jacob how many arguments are there in total which jail mackey put forth so jail mackey basically uh, comes out with uh, three objections right and uh, okay. the objections take different form and when i said this this, this is a core objection in the sense that um well well you could say that 
of the three this would be the like this would be the central one and there are other two subsidiary maybe you could put something along that line but i would mm-hmm. say that this his objection in this i would say that this is his core objection meaning that this is the central theme that ties everything together so if you were to take okay. his three responses to the kalam and if you were to ask mm-hmm. okay what is the central theme running across these three responses what i have listed out as jail mackey's objection or core objection would would answer that what is the central theme running through jail mackey's objection and one thing i want to add in passing before we move even further right because we are pretty soon going to respond to and look at jail mackey's objections and we're going to move on to the next yes. set of objections that has been brought in the kalam in the upcoming episodes Mm-hmm. you may be wondering you are hearing jail mackey's name for the very first time right and you're wondering yeah. why are we even talking about this person i'm mm-hmm. here for the very first time i'm hearing about kalam cosmological argument for the first time i'm hearing all of this why are why are these guys talking about jail mackey why are they talking about what richard dawkins had said about this or what daniel dennett you look at dan 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 later on or christopher hitchens the late christopher hitchens or sam harris or some of these uh, more popular level famous guys that we have heard on stages and books and videos and so on and so forth the reason is like you said the intent of the series is to look at the best that the opposition has to give uh, the best thinkers the best objection that they have to give and then break it down as simple as we can while maintaining the integrity of of the content and present to you so jail mackey's name is a very reputed name among philosophers and so jail mackey mm-hmm. comes out with objections that you would see lay persons also come out as well so it would be along the line of saying okay why should we accept and you know that god created the universe out of nothing or uh, why should we allow god to be off the hook why should we permit god to exist without a cause and people have objections to saying okay you're saying that god created space time and matter the entire reality out of nothing like creation yeah. out of nothing uh that doesn't sit well with me so you will see that these are some of the common objections that we mm-hmm. put out as well and please you may you may, i think i've mentioned this to you as well when we put out the first video on the kalam when we start of the natural theology series for the kalam yeah. one of the comments that came into a video was sort of like i think about 10 objections to the kalam something of that sort and we had yeah. told our amongst ourselves that we will look at it when we will get to the end of the kalam that we will look at these mm-hmm. objections and comments that have come in the video and we will look at all of that and you will see a lot of it repeating what we've seen philosophers like jail mackey put out other philosophers um like alex malpass and others have also put out similar along the similar lines what alex mm-hmm. o'connor has put out you will see these repeating in common lay persons interactions as well so we are trying yeah. to get the best of both worlds when we are going after these names like jail mackey and so on and so forth so yeah i just wanted to mention that in passing and like i said mm-hmm. jail mackey has three objections that he lists out and uh, let me just quickly point out what those three objections are yeah. so so uh, like jail mackey is the people's voice you know <laughs> yeah right? so, <laughs> yeah sort of sort of sort of like yeah jail mackey sort of like the people's voice when it comes to the objections to kalam um yeah. i think i don't know, i think maybe he may be surprised to hear that but um yeah, and we're talking about this in the indian subcontinent i don't think he may have foreseen that <laughs> and down the line his objection would have been picked up by two young kids talking about the kalam in the subcontinent um mm-hmm. so the three objections that jail mackey sort of listed and this is what dr craig also references in his book um reasonable faith which is the skeleton structure for our natural theology series as well the three objections are um first person is and he says that well if god began to exist at some point in time right that god began to exist at some point in time then this is equally mysterious like equally profound or equally ambiguous like saying that the universe began to exist at one point in time like 
you know the universe didn't exist and then it came into existence and we are wondering ha huh, mm. what what could that be what could be the reason why didn't the universe exist before that and so on and so forth there is a, a mystery to that and jl mackey says if you say god began to exist at some point in time then it is as equally mysterious so he's saying that will you have to wrestle with both of it equally you can't brush one another carpet his second objection that dr craig mentions is that uh, he says that if you say god has always existed like he has always existed then we can also come up and say we as in atheists naturalists materialists we can also come up and say that the universe has also always existed if you say god always existed we will say the universe also existed it is something similar on the lines what richard dawkins also once asked and i think please you may have, if you've seen god's not dead the first movie i would say mm-hmm. the better one of the two um i don't know if that's a controversial statement to say but <laughs> in the first one uh, in the classroom scene one of the students she asks she says this if you say god created you then i would ask who created god and that is one of richard dawkins right. go to phrasing of that um mm. so in the same way jail maki asks if you say that god has existed always why can't we say that about the universe as well like what why are you giving this special pleading like the special case special consideration for god that you are not allowing the universe to exist always but when it comes to god you are fine with god always existing and then his third objection was but if you say that god is without time or he's timeless right in some sense quite distinct being quite quite distinct to being limited within time that he is without time he is beyond time he is timeless yeah. if you say something along that line then he says well that is incomprehensible that it is it cannot be understood it's quite vague and ambiguous and all the more mysterious to wrap our heads mm. around and so these are the three objections that uh, jl mackey brings out yeah yeah um wow that's like uh when i heard this questions i was like i could relate because i like people have asked me these questions you know this is like uh, mm. when we bring forth these arguments some of these questions uh people do come and ask us now uh i was just wondering you know that uh, when he has all these objections and uh, being a philosopher himself maki has made mm. these objections against the kca uh why doesn't he outrightly deny the premise one right and uh, you know i i just like just looking at the time i don't know if you notice the time we are at the last bit of uh, last last 5 minutes of the podcast 20 minutes flies oh, by yeah. so fast um so right. so the reason why jail mac does an outrightly deny premise one so piyush what is yeah. premise one everything that begins to exist has has a cause yes okay yeah. <laughs> i know that you guys will always say it right and even when you ask me for a split second my heart flutters because i wonder what if i mess it up on camera right now um so exactly. it's always it's, it's, it's always a heart pumping moment um so the reason jail mac it doesn't outrightly deny premise one and this is very important not like i said when you have a deductive argument like the kalam or the moral argument or the fine tuning argument or even something mm. as complex as the ontological argument any of these deductive like yeah. this this if these are true and if the logic connecting these two are valid then the conclusion must follow when you look mm. at arguments of that sort and you see someone isn't going directly after these premises or the logic then it sort of has to it sort of will inevitably expose some bias um or uh, i don't know i don't want to use cognitive dissonance on their part but mm-hmm. it 
it's eerily similar to that sort i don't want to use that with someone like as brilliant as jl mackey but it comes very close to that and the reason is in the last episode we mentioned um that jl mackey comes up and says well this thing you know this premise one that everything that begins to exist has a cause is more plausibly true than not and he says because this is ex- this is confirmed in our daily experience right and mm-hmm. Pichu, when you were mentioning the three arguments for why everything that begins to exist has a cause you mentioned metaphysical intuition and then the question of why doesn't anything and everything come from nothing yes. the universe can come from nothing and the third thing you mentioned was our daily experience right when we do right. scientific inquiry and you are you mm. are an engineer you are an artificial intelligence focused engineer um and you work in the lab and as such so right then and there even in, within your engineering labs or when i study economics and we looking at um what caused inflation to spike within the economy or mm-hmm. what caused the market to crash when we look at all these stuff we assume that if this thing has happened if this event the crash of the market came into existence on august 28 or august 30 or something of that sort we immediately we immediately without even stop stopping to wait and ask we immediately ask the next question okay so which one of these factors caused it we don't stop to ask right. did anything ever cause it we don't, we don't that question is not there in our mind our immediate thought is okay of these options what could have caused it right if mm-hmm. the system backfires if there's an a bug in the system or the engine backfires whatever be that sort we immediately mm-hmm. ask ha huh, okay what of these possible options gave way to that not whether if yeah. anything and if anything and everything ever gave way to that no we immediately ask mm-hmm. what exactly gave way to that and that just shows that this is that premise one is constantly affirmed in a daily experience and jail macky also True. understands it he knows that he can't outrightly go out against it. that is the reason like i said and an experienced intellectual cerebral um philosopher like jail macky himself cannot come outrightly and deny premise one um and so that yeah. sort of gets us a gist of you know it gives us an overwhelming it's a, it gives us a holistic uh, an overall mm-hmm. picture of what happens when people come to come with the uh, objections to the kala it isn't always objections specifically yeah. with regard to the premises but it is these background mm-hmm. informations that we hold maybe some sort of bias that may cause us to act similar to cognitive dissonance where we are right. true to our understanding of reality or we we push mm-hmm. out some information where we have confirmation bias we want to confirm all the things that we want to confirm something along that line yeah. um mm-hmm. and that also sort of factors in and it factors in with even the best philosophers Definitely, so this yeah. is this this is this is a good point for us to stop and reflect and even for us as christians mm-hmm. right uh, within yeah. our theological understandings first us to stop and think that there is a possibility that we we could have gotten some of these our understandings wrong when it comes to um, theological points or in right. our understanding of general reality as well it's good for us mm-hmm. to have so many arguments for god which means that the possibility that we are wrong on all of these accounts is quite low the probability mm-hmm. that we are wrong on all of these arguments is quite low but then we should yeah. have the humility to stop and reassess and say why am i mm-hmm. actually holding out against that objection why am i actually holding out against that argument is it because true. the argument is not mm-hmm. truly convincing and doesn't make sense or is it because i want the argument to read to some other conclusion so i think that's mm-hmm. a good point for us to um get to conclude to this episode 
Yeah, you know, like that's what I like about philosophers like J.L. Mackey, you know, they have this open-mindedness and we have seen there are many atheists who are very deliberate, you know, they deliberately mm. want to prove that these arguments are wrong. They don't have an open mind and yeah. to see the overall picture. But over here, you know, uh, J.L. Mackey definitely, he was, uh, he looks at the broader picture and uh, he is uh, accepting the premise one. Right. Yeah. And uh, similarly, it's really good that you brought it up. Like we as Christians, it's very important that, uh, you know, we believe in something because uh, we are 100 uh, percent sure about it. Not because someone told us, not because uh, like, you know, normally what happens is whatever our parents tell us, we believe it. Mm. But it's good that we should yeah. question and uh, we should understand it because unless we are 100 percent sure about it, we won't be believing in it. Right. So definitely that's a really good point to uh, stop this episode at. And I'm really glad that uh, we could talk about these points and, uh, you know, we'll be back after a couple of weeks. Until then, we have a lot of time to ponder upon these points and to think about it and evaluate ourselves and evaluate what we actually believe in. Mm. Right. So thank you guys for joining in. It was great to have you. and uh, thank you for supporting us and we believe that you will continue to uh, follow us to follow us on our social media pages to be up to stay updated you can even sign up for our monthly newsletters uh, i know we had a long pause and this month onwards we are back on track and every month you will be receiving updates yep. from saft send yeah and uh, if you are a graphic designer and you're interested to join the team Reach out to us. Uh, The email ID is given in the description. You can check that out and connect with us. We would like to connect with you and, uh, you know, talk with you. And uh, if you have any questions, you can send it to us. Uh, Yeah, so we would love to uh, feature it on our podcast as well. And thank you once again for joining in. This is Jacob and Ankit signing off. See you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoy Saft Podcast, do consider rating us on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. You can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And know more about us at www.saftapologetics.com.